In May of 1996, Beckweathers fought hypoxia, frostbite, delusions, and a coma, all while climbing Mount Everest during its deadliest storm ever. By the end, his nose froze off his face. But incredibly, by refusing to give up, Beck still left the mountain alive. Hello and welcome to Incredible Feats, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm your host, Dan Cummins. You can find episodes of Incredible Feats and all other Parcast shows for free on Spotify. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. In the 1990s, Texas doctor Beck Weathers is obsessed with going on months-long expeditions to climb the world's tallest and most dangerous mountains. So obsessed, his wife is about ready to divorce him. Despite his wife's protest that climbing is deadly and expensive, and that Beck is 49 and has two kids at home, on May 10, 1996, Beck Weathers is 26,000 feet above sea level on Mount Everest. He later refers to this day as the day that I died. At about 27,500 feet up, Beck realizes he can't see. This is bad. It's a side effect of an eye surgery he had over a year ago. His corneas change at high altitudes due to the low air pressure. Panicking, Beck rubs his eyes and accidentally scrapes one eye with an ice crystal, making his vision even worse. Beck's guide now advises him to take a half hour break. If his vision returns, he can meet the group at the summit. If it doesn't, he should wait for the guide to return. They'll be back in a couple of hours. It's devastating news. Beck is only about 1,500 feet below Mount Everest summit, and now he may not make it to the top. Holding out hope, he waits half an hour, then a further six hours, and his eyesight still is not back. Neither is his guide. Meanwhile, it grows colder and Beck's oxygen tanks run low. Some of Beck's group now return, reporting that others have died on the summit. Saddened, Beck joins them on a trek back to Camp 4, tied to a rope he can follow since he still can't see. As they hike, a fog rolls in, followed by snow and hail. 90 mile per hour winds now whip across the mountain, creating a deadly blizzard. In the storm, Beck loses his right glove. Really not good. Night falls, the temperature plummets to negative 40 degrees, and he's barehanded. If that's not bad enough, a lack of oxygen is now making him delusional. When strong winds then separate Beck from the group, everyone assumes he'll be dead by morning. Things just keep getting worse. At one point, Beck lies down in the snow to die. Despite the frostbite, he says he doesn't feel any physical pain, only regret over how he'll leave his wife and kids. As he continues to think about his family, Beck's body temperature plummets and he falls into a hypothermic coma. Overnight, ice crusts over his face. When a doctor and a Sherpa find him the next morning, they believe he's unsavable. They call his family and give them the tragic news. It's not their only call. Eight climbers die in the storm, making it Everest's most deadly. But Beck Weathers is not one of those eight. After 15 hours in a hypothermic coma, he somehow wakes up. 
Around 4.30 p.m. on May 11th, 24 hours after Beck's hypoxia and hypothermia first set in, he somehow stumbles into Camp 4. It's incredible that he can walk. He looks like a zombie. Frostbite has turned parts of his face and hands charcoal black, a striking contrast to his pale, bloodless skin. Jaws drop. The man left for dead has somehow survived. Beck is now helicoptered to a hospital where doctors amputate his right arm, parts of his left hand, and his nose. After recovery, he returns to his normal life, working as a doctor, a speaker, and even piloting a plane. Well, he returns to most of his normal life. After his near-death experience on Everest, Beck gives up mountain climbing for good and repairs his failing marriage. After years of climbing mountains, Beck found what he didn't even know he was looking for on Everest, appreciation for what he had back home. Thanks for tuning in to Incredible Feats. For more episodes of Incredible Feats, follow us on Spotify. And for more shows like this, check out the other podcast shows, all available on Spotify. For more information on Beck Weathers, check out his book, Left for Dead, My Journey Home from Everest, and podcast episodes of Natural Disasters and Medical Mysteries on this story. We also found coverage by the LA Times and The Guardian incredibly helpful. And you can find more of me, Dan Cummins, by listening to my numerous stand-up comedy albums on Spotify or by checking out my true crime, history, and more podcast, Time Suck, and my true horror and campfire tale podcast, Scared to Death. Listen, be inspired, and go accomplish your own incredible feats. Come back for more incredibleness tomorrow. Incredible Feats is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler. Sound design by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Anthony Valsic. Produced by John Cohen and associate produced by Jonathan Ratliff. Written by Maggie Admire. Fact-checking by Kara Mackerling. Research by Umbika Chotera, Jay Cahio, and Mickey Taylor. Incredible Feats stars Dan Cummins. 